go ahead and call to order the Las Vegas Valley Water District Board of Directors, our meeting that's scheduled for this morning, January 3rd, 2023 at 9 a.m. Um, we're gonna start with the invocation and then we'll follow with the Pledge of Allegiance. This morning for the invocation, we have Pastor Will Rucker. Let us pray. Creator and source of all that is, all that was and all that ever will be. As we come together this new year, fill us with your spirit of grace, wisdom, and of compassion. Guide our meetings, order our steps, lead us forward. Cause us to do that which serves our common good and bind us together in the spirit of unity. Help us to hear with our hearts Give us clarity and understanding that we may do what is right. With grateful hearts, we say thank you. Thank you for the new opportunities that lie ahead. Thank you for the victories we've won in the past. And thank you even for the challenges that we have faced and will face again. For they form our character and help us to lead with integrity. Let us all experience blessings and prosperity, contentment and hope. In the name of all that is good, all that is sacred, all that is human, and all that is divine. In the name of love, I pray. Blessed be, and so it is. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, hey, this is the first time set aside for public comment. Anybody wishing to speak on public comment regarding the Las Vegas Valley Water District? Please come forward and state your name for the record. Morning, Mr. Euling. Morning, Mr. Brownauer. Yes, my name is Ed Euling. I just wanted to notice, note the um, value of my recommendation to have John handle things. He did a great job at the uh, Colorado Rivers uh, River uh, Users uh, Convention and really took a leadership role and that's exactly what uh, we should be doing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Gronauer. Good morning and Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, for the record, Bob Gronauer, 1980 Festival Plaza Drive. As all of you know, I represent, our firm represents uh, Southern Highlands uh, Golf Club. And uh, we've been speaking on a couple of occasions between the uh, Southern Nevada Water Authority and the Las Vegas Valley Water District with respect to some of our concerns with the restrictions that are going to be going into place on, in, in January of 2024. Uh, today, as I stand before you, I think I'm going to just try to cut to the chase. What we're going to be asking for is for this board to extend those restrictions that are supposed to become effective for the golf course restrictions from January 2024 until January 2025. The reason is, is this will give us more time to analyze and hire a golf course architect, uh, golf course landscape architect, and this will give us the ability to balance the integrity of a golf course like Southern Highlands to keep it in that national recognized level. 
Um, I think the last thing I, I think the last compelling reason to do so is because I think it's been fair in the three or four hearings I've been on this, <clears throat> in the, on this issue, it's always been recognized that the golf course industry has always stepped up and worked with this board in the, wa in the water district. Um, one of the things I do realize and I've recognized in the water service rules is the commercial and industrial groups with their evaporating cooling systems, they have from 2023 to 2026 to construct their evaporating cooling system. And if they have their current evaporating cooling system, my understanding is it still could be in place. So if you're gonna treat all the industries equally, and I trust that you do, uh, what we're gonna be asking is to give us until 2025 so we can show you and that we could come into compliance to the new restrictions. So that's all that we're asking, and if you have any other questions, I can answer them. Okay, thank you, Mr. Gronauer. Anyone else wishing to speak on public comment? Seeing no one, I'm gonna go ahead and close the public comment, and I'm gonna turn it over to Mr. Ensminger. Uh, good morning, Madam President, members of the board. Uh, Happy New Year. Uh, the agenda has been properly noticed and posted. However, uh, we're going to have some changes to the contract on number four. So we would ask that to be pulled uh, from the consent agenda and we'll bring it back to you in February. Uh, with that, the agenda is ready for your approval along with the minutes of your regular meeting of December 5th, 2022. Um, so, uh, Mr. Ann Sminger, just for clarification, we're going to delete item four because I'd like to hear item five separately off the consent agenda so I can do that in the next. Yeah, if you want to pull okay. item five off the consent agenda, I'll, I'll have that as first on the business agenda. Okay. So I'll entertain a motion to approve the agenda and the minutes with item number four being deleted from so our moved. agenda. I have a motion by Commissioner Gibson. Any further discussion? Seeing none, please cast your vote. And that motion passes. Okay, with those changes then, uh, items three, uh, six, and seven comprise your consent agenda, may be taken in one motion if the board so chooses. I move to approve the consent agenda. Okay, I have a motion by Commissioner Gibson to approve the consent agenda of items three, three six, six, and seven. seven. Yes. Any discussion? Seeing none, please cast your vote. And that motion passes. Item number five, ask the Board of Directors to approve and authorize the General Manager to sign an agreement between Salvador Alvarez and the district that provides for the district to pay a portion of the sewer lateral extension costs along roadsway between Kanawha Lane and Valdez Street for an amount not to exceed $303,900. Uh, I'm actually happy you guys asked to, to pull this off the consent agenda and I'll ask Doa to just say a couple words about it, but I think this is the first time we've really been able to partner with the private sector in beginning the long, uh, arduous process of converting a lot of the, the septic systems that I know a lot of the board members have, have been dealing with your constituents on. Doa? Yeah, this individual is uh, developing a single family home on a vacant lot that doesn't have a water service at all. And per our service rules, they need to connect to the sewer system. So this would be served by the city of Las Vegas sewer. And with this, the city of Las Vegas actually has a benefit to participate in a portion of the cost of Maine, not a lot. But during that time, by extending the main, they're passing approximately 13 uh, parcels that are currently sitting on septic with sewer not outside their front door. So this will put sewer outside their front door. And we are already sending letters to the property owners asking if they'd like to do a conversion at this time. 
Um, at the meantime, we want to put the lateral at least into the right-of-way. The main will be kind of deep, so it is um, at the best time and the least amount of cost to do it with this project, with the developer doing this. Okay, uh, Commissioner Sacrebloom. Yeah, just to clarify, the water district isn't actually building the, 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 the sewage line, right? That's going to no. be the city of Las Vegas? It's actually the, it's the developer doing it. So the developer hired an engineer to do the offsite plans for the sewer main. We contracted to pay the engineer just to design the laterals. And then the developer is hiring a contractor to do, and then we would do a reimbursement to that developer. Yeah. But the water district isn't getting into the water reclamation business. That'll still be a separate agency. Right. It's, it's city of Las Vegas sewer. But, but I think this highlights the point of, you know, when we got rid of septics, uh, but do you want to go ahead and speak on it? Uh, so this highlights the point when we did away with septics as we're making all of these water changes, there was a lot of pushback. Yes. People asked if we had a plan and we didn't have a plan at the time, but now we've been working and I know I've been in several meetings with DOA and uh, Water Rec in the health district to figure out what we could do to help these outlying parcels and to bring people um, closer to be on sewer. Exactly. And this particular project is a savings not just to the septic conversion program, but it actually does save for all parties involved. Nobody's sharing the cost or everybody's sharing the cost instead of having to pay for it all once. And I would just go one step further and highlight that at the time we made that announcement, the contractor's price tripled. Yes. Uh, so we went from an average of about 50000 to about um, 150000 And so we um, felt that we could partner and do it a little bit better. That's correct. So thank you, Commissioner Nath, for asking for this to be pulled, and this is the first of many, so. Okay, um, if there's no other um, discussion, I'd entertain a motion for approval of item number five. I have a motion by Commissioner Gibson for an approval of item number five. Seeing no other discussion, please cast your vote. And that motion passes. I think Colby wants to add her two cents in on the. I, I just <laughs> wanted to add that we got a one point, we just received a $1.7 million grant from the Bureau of Reclamation for funding the septic conversion program. And the delegation included $3 million in the omnibus for the septic conversion program that only has a 20% match. So some good funding coming to continue this work. That's great. Okay, uh, item number eight asks the Board of Directors to select three directors to serve on the district's retirement plan subcommittee. Uh, currently, uh, Directors Jones, Gibson, and Kirkpatrick serve on the retirement plan subcommittee. Uh, historically, it's met once a year in conjunction with a Southern Nevada Water Authority uh, budget workshop. So assuming those three directors are staying on SNWA, it probably makes the most sense for them to stay on the retirement committee as well. Okay. Uh, Commissioner Naft. Uh, I agree, and I, I move that we retain Commissioners Jones, Gibson, and Kirkpatrick uh, as our representatives. Okay, you've heard that motion. Any discussion? Seeing none, please cast your vote. And that motion passes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, legal counsel is correctly pointing out that I managed to skip agenda item number two. Uh, agenda item number two, ask that the Board of Directors select a president and vice president for calendar year uh, 2023. <laughs> uh, currently, uh, Director Kirkpatrick serves as president and Director Gibson serves as vice president. Commissioner Naft. 
I move for the reappointment of Commissioner Kirkpatrick as president and Commissioner Gibson as vice president. Okay, you've heard the motion. Any discussion? Seeing none, please cast your vote. And that motion passes. Item number nine, ask the board of directors to approve and authorize the general manager to sign in substantially the same form as attached here to a professional services agreement between Aldrich Peers Associates Limited and the district for the design and development of the interpretive experience at the Ethnobotanical Garden at the Springs Preserve in an amount not to exceed $150,700. I would note that while the district will be uh, fronting uh, these funds, the Springs Preserve Foundation will be fully reimbursing uh, these expenses. Okay. Um, Do I have any comments or questions? None. Madam Chair, I move approval. I think it's important to note that the district selected uh, Aldrich Peers because of extensive experience in designing interpretive experiences at cultural sites in conjunction with indigenous communities. It makes sense with their experience. That's the reason for my motion for approval. Okay, you have a motion by Commissioner Gibson. Any further discussion? Seeing none, please cast your vote. And that motion passes. Do you, um, Mr. Ensminger, do you anticipate a date that it'll be open? It's always exciting every spring that we get something new at the preserve. So is there a date? Uh, Colby, do you know that? That's okay. You could bring it back to me next time. Andy can probably tell us. Oh, okay. The, the ethnobotanical garden is expected to be completed by September of next, uh, 2023. So we expect to open it in the fall. Great. Thank you. Okay. Item number 10, ask the board of directors to approve and authorize the general manager to sign in substantially the same form attached here to professional services agreement between Ralph Applebaum Associates and the district for the design of two galleries within the Springs Preserve Origin Museum in an amount not to exceed $2 million. Uh, as with the, the previous item, these funds are coming from the state of Nevada as part of Assembly Bill 84 from the 2019 session, uh, which had a statewide bond uh, for, for cultural and environmental uh, uh, assets. So. Uh, Again, we'll be forwarding them, uh, uh, fronting the money, but being fully reimbursed for these costs. Okay. Does anybody have any comments or questions? If not, I'd entertain a motion. Move approval. Motion by okay. Commissioner Gibson for approval. Seeing no other discussion, please cast your vote. That motion passes. I'm number 11, ask the board of directors to conduct a public hearing to consider and adopt changes to the district service rules, including a golf course water budget reduction in 2024 and other ministerial and clarifying revisions. So if you'd like to open the public hearing and then I'll have a couple comments. Do I have to? I'm just kidding. Uh, this is a public hearing. I'm gonna go ahead and open the public hearing. Anybody wishing to speak on item number 11? Seeing uh, Mr. Ewing. Mr. Grodauer, you want your comments put under this item as well? Yes, my name is Ed Euling. Can you please give us some more information so at least we're able to comment on on the provisions? What are you doing? So so let me do this. Can I make a comment after you do that, or do I have to make all my comments now? No, no, you know how this works, and you've been to every meeting, so let me just refresh your memory. This is the long conversation of our little chart that we've been doing to make changes 
um, in water usage across the valley. Um, we hear this item at Las Vegas Valley Water District. We've heard it at Southern Nevada Water Authority, the other local jurisdictions. So this changes the current um, allowable water budget to four. Um, and it gives them one year for folks to use that. And this, um, this one in particular is the golf courses. So if you'll remember on the little chart, everybody has to take a haircut in order for us to continue to um, manage our water correctly. Okay. Also, if, if it's helpful for the public, we did a, a pretty robust uh, presentation in conjunction with the business impact statement at the November meetings, and that entire presentation uh, is on our website as part of the backup materials for the November meeting, and it's probably also in the minutes for the December meeting. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people didn't attend that, probably. Uh, I, that presentation was very good. So as it turns out, the four is four acre feet per acre per year of water that would be available to the golf courses. Today, the that's a haircut of a little over two acre feet per acre per year. It's about a third of, a reduction of about a third, I think, isn't it, John? Yeah, the, the current budget's just over six. This takes it down to, to four, which is right at the average of all of the golf courses in the southwestern uh, United States. And the, the majority, high majority, of our golf courses here in Southern Nevada are already at or below uh, that, that budget. Uh, and then a significant number, you know, around five. So, you know, there are very few golf courses. I think there's only two that are actually coming down from above six. They're, most courses are at or near the budget as it is. So, Mr. Euling, let me just be clear. So this is a public hearing. The public hearing is open, and so now you sh have enough information. You can yeah, make a comment. Yeah, that was great. Thank Perfect. you. Okay. So my comment would be, you say that you're giving haircuts to everyone, but you're eventually, the haircuts are going to end. Uh, the, somehow more water has to be brought here. We need more supply. You can't just keep giving haircuts. You're going to eventually cut off all our heads. Thank you, Mr. Yelling. Anyone else wishing to speak during public comment? Seeing none, I'm going to go ahead and close the public comment, and um, I'll turn it over to the board for discussion. Commissioner Jones. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, Ms. Transminger, can you address, I know there was concerns that were raised with regards to Southern Highlands and others. Uh, about their ability to comply with the 2024 deadline. Can you talk about what other options they would have if they find themselves in a position where they didn't believe they could meet that deadline? Sure, and, and I guess the first thing I would point out is this went to the Southern Nevada Water Authority Board in May of last year. So when you add up first public notification that this was in the works until actual legal requirements that it be implemented, that's 19 months. And we've seen several courses, and I'll point out Anthem Country Club in particular, that saw that notice in May, immediately became proactive, hired their architects, hired their, their people to make their conversions to their course, and they're well on their way to being fully compliant with this, you know, in advance of the January 2024 uh, deadline. So I do believe sufficient notice was provided and a number of courses, you know, took the ball and, and ran with it or, and are going to be fully compliant. Uh, the second thing I would point out is this is what we've been trying to do with every one of these ordinances is to be uniform. 
and Henderson and North Las Vegas are on track to have this uh, be effective January 2024. So if we deviate from that, then we're, you know, you know having some issues with, with uniformity across jurisdictional lines. And I guess the last thing I would point out is if they're not fully compliant by January of 2024, their water doesn't get cut off. It's a simply there's a, a surcharge for the amount of water they use over the, the budget. Uh, and it's a, an annual budget, right? So they still have some time within that spring sector of 2024 uh, to be making those, those conversions. So overall, given, uh, you know, as an example, uh, Siena is an 18-hole championship golf course that uses half the amount of water that Southern Highlands uses. Southern Highlands has 300,000 square feet of non-functional turf. They're going to be able to comply. Um, thank you, Mr. Ensminger. So just to, just to be clear, if, for example, a golf course gets down to 4.3 acre feet by then, then it is only the 0.3 acre feet that receives the surcharge? That's correct. So if a golf course decided that uh, from a cost-benefit scenario they wanted lush green grass and wanted players to be flying in from across the country and wanted to pay the surcharge, they certainly could? As long as that turf is functional. Understood. Okay. Okay. And I also would just point out... Um, we do have one, we've already said no new golf courses, so this is a way to try and preserve uh, the ones that we have today. And there's uh, approximately 270 municipalities around the West that are following suit. So I know it's, I know it's hard and it's not gonna make uh, everyone happy, but I think that this is a way to at least preserve what we have, as opposed to some of the other states are just getting rid of them altogether. I think it should be noted, Madam Chair, uh -huh. that we've really heard from everyone, and the um, warlike approach <clears throat> that we discovered when we first announced where we were headed um, has not completely disappeared, but <clears throat> excuse me, people have gotten serious now about trying to find a way to be in compliance with the limitations we're imposing upon them. We're happy for that. This isn't about uh, not trying to work together or being unwilling to um, recognize the effort that's been made, an enormous effort has been made. Uh, even the, the representative uh, or the uh, client for Mr. Gronauer has made a significant change in the way that uh, he is or they are approaching uh, coming into compliance. And I think they deserve to, no to have us note that um, our difficulty is that we have gone all the way down this road. We've all been working together. The other jurisdictions have begun to do what we hoped they would do. They're part of the Water Authority, so they have been a part of all of the discussions we've had. And we're to a place now where we have to make the final decision in order to complete our plan. And if we miss on this, then we are not completing that plan. I think that we will continue, and it's our, been our pledge at the county and at the um, water district to work with these uh, golf course operators and owners. And we'll continue to work with them and provide them anything we possibly can in order to support their efforts to make the change. And we appreciate all that has been done and what uh, folks are planning to do over time. And I just want to, one last thing highlight is we do also, and we did make some changes to accommodate, um, we do have a rebate program for um, 
the courses as well, and we made some changes based on what they had asked um, to help um, that'll go along. And uh, I would hope, I know at least at the Southern Nevada Water Authority, there's an appetite that those will go away um, sooner rather than later so that we could put them to our sewers and other stuff. So but with that, um, I'd entertain a motion, or I'm happy to make the motion. I'll make a motion to approve item number 11 as written. Any discussion? Seeing none, please cast your vote. And that motion passes. That concludes your posted agenda. Okay, this is the second time set aside for public comment. Anybody wishing to speak on public comment? Seeing none, I'm gonna go ahead. Oh, Mr. Ewing. I, uh, yes, my name is Ed Eulin. It's interesting that uh, we're doing these things. On the other hand, tomorrow you go to your meeting and you approve how many subdivisions, how many individual houses, the greatest wasters of water uh, in, the, in the valley. Uh, you gave 40,000 gallons a month to each house in Hughes in, in, in West Summerlin. Uh, that's an acre, uh, that's an acre foot and a half for each house that's built up there. Uh, if we, if you, I don't know if anyone noticed, but even during the pandemic, the water consumption didn't go down because so many houses were built. And those are the greatest wasters of water. And here tomorrow you're going to do the same thing, uh, approve more of these. Somehow you have to think about how are we going to cause people to want to live in apartments, uh, which save all, virtually all the water that they use, and, uh, and, and promote the development of apartments, particularly along transportation routes in the city, so that, uh, so that uh, people can live in, uh, you know, people can have, people can have everything. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ewing. Anyone else wishing to speak on public comment? Seeing none, uh, we are adjourned. And it'll be about five minutes before the county commission meeting starts. <laughs>